All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Before and After the Movies here. Um, actually, Anthony never showed up. Uh, I'm actually not quite sure where he is. He said he'd be here. Hey, I'm ready for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we are back. Yeah. This is before and after the movies. I think we're on episode 10. The big 1-0. The big 1-0. And we decided, let's do The Invisible Man. Yeah. Finally, a movie that I'm somewhat excited for. Yeah. It's got some intrigue, some mystery around it. So let's dive in here, Anthony. Yeah. First of all, I just want to commend you for stepping up and going to see a horror movie with me in theaters. That's yeah. I knew you'd touch all that. It's a big step for you. You're going to bring some earplugs and my eyes are going to be closed like 90% of the time, but that's okay. Yeah. Won't be able to sleep alone tonight. All right. So let's dive into it here. The Invisible Man, directed yep. by Lee Wennell. Lee Wennell on a bit of a hot streak. He is. Yeah. So he's directed uh, Insidious 3. Yeah. After um, being sort of a writer and producer, yeah, exactly. I think all of them and some saws. Yeah, he wrote, did you see he wrote Saw 1, eh? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you were waiting to drop that. was that my little right? tidbit I had on you, yeah. That's, that's an excellently written film. Exactly. So, you know, maybe we're getting a bit of a smarter thriller here. Yeah, which, and then obviously, made like, me excited. your concern with writers turned directors is do they have that, that visual flair and that, mm -hmm. um, but then I think his last movie, Upgrade, mm -hmm. um, which I actually still haven't seen. I haven't seen either. But you know the concept? It's no. like, it's oh, like, it's like the, it's like the, it was supposed to be like the real Venom movie or something like that, right? I don't know about that. It's yeah. just a guy that gets like... Uh, kidnapped and like operated on and like his body's getting upgraded with like super strength but he's like not controlling it okay yeah um and it had crazy camera movements like where it was like moving with his punches and stuff oh wow so he's obviously got a bit of a visual eye as well mm -hmm. um so that's exciting starring uh elizabeth moss yeah she's got a lot of people love her from the handmaiden and she yeah. was in um mad men oh was she in mad men i think so oh yeah and she was also in uh, us yeah get him to the greek Oh, really? Jonah Hill. Nice. I think this is the right woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just wrote this guy's name because I feel like we might be referencing him. Uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen. Okay. He plays the ex-boyfriend, kind of like your run-of-the-mill Chad. He's probably upset with his uh, yeah. amount of screen time in the movie. Yeah. He's hot, but you're not going to see much of him. Yeah. <laughs> so the premise of this movie is, I think we should mention the way this movie kind of came about was mm -hmm. there was this whole universal dark universe concept and yep. they were trying to kind of piggyback the avengers and do their own shared universe and they're like well we don't have any rights to superheroes really mm -hmm. uh but what we do have is this long archive of monster movies yeah from, yep. from 50s, the way back 50s and frankenstein's yeah. monster invisible man the dracula Mummy, dracula creature from the black lagoon lady dracula yeah and the plan was they started with that tom cruise mummy movie i thought they actually started with dracula untold Dracula untold. so i think they kind of shot themselves in the foot because that movie fucking sucks yeah, ass it, it, <laughs> it's a shitty movie and then they're like oh is that our dracula yeah. no oh we're gonna God. do it again. so this is their third attempt because that was like the let's do a big summer blockbuster instead of these like shitty dracula yeah, untold yeah. like kind of lower budget mm -hmm. that mummy bombed so did hard. you enjoy that mummy I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. It was very generic, like very Walmart bargain bin DVD. Well, I thought they were going to build Tom Cruise up to be Van Helsing. I thought he was like a modern... I think that's what he was supposed but, to be. But it was so light, like mm -hmm, it was so barely mm -hmm. touched. It was like, make that the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Start with Van Helsing. If he's like the antithesis yeah, of all exactly. these Yeah, exactly. He's your Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would you start with the mummy? Yeah. <laughs> and she was a pretty like minor part of the movie. Yeah, she was. And they even did this big Entertainment Weekly photo shoot with 
Johnny Depp. Yes. Javier Bardem. Oh my God. And it was so the, not the way to do it. <laughs> and Angelina Jolie was going to be wow. uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just never did anything. No, they it. didn't do anything. So now we got, we got the Invisible Man here. Which I think is a smart move. So they've said, let's stick with the modern yeah day. let's just do a little spin on it let's see how this one does but they're monster movies let's make them horror movies not action yeah. adventure yeah because that just is a bad mix exactly keep with your theme and stay in your lane so do you think they'll this is still the start of some kind of horror shared universe or do you think it's just like let's just do one at a time and i think it's just let's just do one at a time and see where things go and I'd, maybe we can tie things together if we want or yeah no no it just this doesn't feel like a franchise to me at least no i don't think we'll get a stinger scene or anything okay um so how about some uh fast questions and yeah it was fast questions. Fast I, don't, questions. I don't have any fast questions for you today but that's okay good. yeah i just need fast answers okay uh how does the ex-boyfriend have all this money uh i reckon he is a tech he sold his app company that's exactly what ago. i wrote down yeah. <laughs> app developer and he's been unemployed ever since yeah number two app, you put app developer yeah <laughs> number two yeah how many gratuitous jump scares are we gonna get i'd like to say three okay i'm hoping for two yeah, because I think, I, I don't know the most up-to-date Rotten Tomatoes score, but mm-hmm. as far as I know, it's quite high. Yeah, I looked at it, I think, yesterday or this morning, and I was like, okay. In the 90s? It was it was 90. That's unusual. That's insane. Yeah. I didn't read any reviews, I just looked at the score, because I was like, man, are we getting into another stinker right now? And I was not down for that. <laughs> yeah, because we've been on a bit of a... We've been on a bit of a stinker tear right now. <laughs> stinker tear. All right, next fast question. All right, uh, final fast question here, the million dollar question. Uh-huh. Is he actually invisible? Yes. Okay. Let's dive into some predictions here. Okay, that ties into my first big prediction. I figure it would, so go ahead. Okay, so <clears throat> obviously this movie wouldn't have a 90% Rotten Tomatoes if it was just like your standard thriller mm-hmm. takes all the boxes. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something that we're not seeing. Yeah, exactly. Literally. So my, <laughs> fucking hell. my first theory is that the Invisible Man is not her ex-boyfriend. Ooh. I think you're going to... It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that it's set up. He's the sociopath. He was really rich. Mm-hmm. But it's actually like a demonic presence who's targeting oh, her. Oh no! And it's gonna be, well, like I think at the end, like she's gonna discover that her ex-boyfriend like really is dead, and then it's that spine shivering moment oh, of like, okay, yeah. or maybe it's like his, that Annabelle doll she has in her house. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it's like one of his associates or someone that he knows or something. But okay, yeah. there's something really gross about like you thinking you knew who someone was, and then it's not. Yeah, them. and it's just like some creep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah at least with this as much as this guy sounds like a horrible person like mm-hmm. she knows what she's up against but then all of a sudden it's like oh my god it's not even him like what is it then wow okay yeah so uh, okay potential spoilers for the movie the visit have you seen that movie is that in yeah, yeah yeah you've seen it i watched half of it got too scared turned it off and read <laughs> and read the last half so you know that i know for anyone twist. yeah anyone yeah. who doesn't know the twist don't skip the next 30 seconds yeah but they're going to visit their grandparents and then it turns out that it's not really their grandparents yeah yeah and even though that's a pretty like obvious twist, it still gets you. Yeah, you it, it just makes you feel like scared because it, it makes you rethink everything that you've seen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think they'll do something like that. Mm-hmm. What 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 do you think? What do I have? Uh, I have one. Who I have here that he's not actually invisible. Um, he's actually he faked his death and he's hired a bunch of people to drive Elizabeth Moss, Elizabeth Moss insane. So it's all smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors, exactly. And I think it's kind of like uh, Hot Fuzz where everyone's in on it. Oh, and then upon maybe a second viewing, you like pick up little subtleties. Yeah, that's I don't yeah. Know, that's you've my seen the prediction. trailer, right? You mean the movie? Yeah, 
<laughs> because you see these these bodyguards are getting like so the bodyguards an actor yeah everything's all <laughs> i think everything's call. all smoke and mirrors and that's you know and that's up for the writer and the director um to Lee Wendell to to figure out how to do it right <laughs> okay, fair enough yeah okay um here i got another prediction here um i think we're gonna get a scene where she kind of connects with one of his exes and, oh, okay. And she's like, you know, I've been going through the same thing or something and like, like that. Like a little seaside cabin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, I've just that locked myself down here or something yeah, like that. Like right? an older woman, maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think there's going to be a scene where Elizabeth Moss uses like paint or something. Okay, yeah. To, yeah. you know, keep track of him, the footprints or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have she's going to use sand, but okay. Yeah, like how can you make, because this movie doesn't have a huge budget, so yeah. that could look really terrible if yeah. they do it wrong. Hopefully that doesn't get some... I don't want this movie where people are laughing. No, no. I want to be like... I want to be scared and on the edge of my seat. Yeah, exactly. And I think a, a few moments of humor, like a prediction I have is there'll be some good comedy, mm-hmm. like where a security guard... Like he's got to distract a security guard to get to her and maybe he like moves his apple around. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think that's mm. fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. give me a few laughs, but mm-hmm. don't make it like unintentionally funny. Yeah, yeah don't don't draw sweet in it. What, what, what are you he's the king of quips oh okay yeah you didn't like that eh? <laughs> no not really uh yeah so to that point i said there's gonna be like a scene where you'll see footprints kind of stepping yeah. in water or something like that yeah the trailer has a few of those like breath moments oh yeah that's cool which didn't look great in the trailer to be honest oh okay yeah but maybe that was unfinished who knows mm-hmm. uh i think we'll get a scene where obviously she's gonna like leave him break up with him and he's gonna be coming back and just begging for her being the yeah. nice guy i'm he's, telling you he's got gifts and yeah and then he does a 180 yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. You're gonna you're gonna rule the day you ever crossed me. <laughs> yeah, I know everything about you. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I think my one concern is that like, just because this man's invisible, like where he's gonna be doing so much stuff that we can't see, mm-hmm. that just because he's invisible, he somehow becomes a little bit overpowered. Okay, yeah. Like, he, like he's, he's able really to like strong. get into a locked room or something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, okay, exactly. or travel really far. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah really quickly. <laughs> Or like, yeah, you're just gonna lift a table, or the fridge is gonna not like yeah, fly yeah. out. I could totally see that. And you're just the audience is supposed to look past it because he's because he can't. Yeah, stand. exactly. Yeah. Or like when he throws her, she's gonna like fling across the room. It's like <laughs> this guy wouldn't be able to do that just because he's invisible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. On that note, I think we should paint that opening scene. All right, here we go. So I have here, they're at a, one of his friend's party. It's like a social gathering Fuck. and they're all friendly. And then she makes some sort of playful joke at him. Like, Hey, like don't drink my drink or something right. like that. And he kind of side eyes her. And then we cut to them like getting home. Don't drink my drink. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to them getting home. And he just starts yelling at her, throwing what shit. The, what the hell was that? Pushing her. You just kind of sandbagged me in front of all my friends. <laughs> you listen to me when you, when I you, talk to you. You fucking bitch. Never look at me in the eye or some shit like that. <laughs> I own you. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck. I I have something very similar. I have starts like we start with a little opening montage of how they met and he's like super charming yeah, like, yeah. at a vending machine or something. Hey, like, need help? And he just comes out of nowhere. Need a nickel? Yeah. <laughs> Take a dime. Oh, my God. And then it's like, yeah, like them in fall taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And then I have starts all happy. And then he starts being very abusive to her at a dinner party or social yeah, gathering. Yeah, okay, yeah. In front of people or behind closed doors? Yeah, no, in front of everyone. It's really uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. Like, he's kind of got his hand maybe on her, like, leg or something, and she maybe says something about a new project he's working on. He's like, that's a secret. Or, like, we're not supposed to talk about that. 
and then he's like she's trying to be fun and he's just putting down everything she says yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he's like i told you shut up and it's just like quiet at the dinner party uh so anyways uh elizabeth yeah. it says here that you and then they just kind of brush past the subject or yeah something. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we cut to like like six months later and their relationship's just horrible mm-hmm. and she like is breaking up with him she finally gets the, the courage to leave yeah yeah and he's then then you, yeah you get the you'll you'll rue the day you ever left me mm-hmm. uh okay i got a question for you here yeah uh thoughts on this kind of rep that blumhouse is starting to garner it's um, it's it's amazing yeah i'm I really mean, happy for them last i think it was last week or two weeks ago they had blumhouse's fantasy island yeah which was a huge bit bomb. of a bomb but i mean it seems like i mean every what three months we're getting a blumhouse release they're kind of doing this not so much low budget but kind of mid mid to yeah. low budget type horrors and their profit margins are mm-hmm. insane according to box office yeah. so i mean they got their foot in the door with get out mm-hmm. and they haven't really looked back yeah they've just been unbelievable and it seems like i think like you say they could use a bit more quality control mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they're taking risks yeah and not every single movie is gonna be amazing but was ma blumhouse yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Can I just quickly read you some Blumhouse pictures? Yeah, go for it. It seems like they always manage to get like the one like real hot actor at the time. Yeah, the, when they're good at launching careers, like oh yeah, Daniel. Oh, Ka- Daniel Kaluuya. 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 Okay, yeah, it's Jason Blum is the guy. I watched mm-hmm. an interview with him on uh, the Roundtable, and it's it's nice to see like he he runs the company, but he's like he knows the details of it, like every yeah, single yeah. movie. He seems very hands on, like but the like Kevin not... Feige of the horror. Yeah, world. yeah, exactly. So they were formed in 2010, and they released Insidious was their first movie. Oh, that was Blumhouse. Yeah, okay. The River, The Bay, Lord of the Salems. They were not doing well there. The Purge, mm-hmm. Insidious Two, Dark Skies, yeah. Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, yeah, The Purge, Anarchy, yikes, Ouija yikes whiplash is somehow okay. a blumhouse they okay. killed that okay so in 2015 they produced unfriended insidious yep. 3 ouija origin of evil which is like really good it's okay. way better than the first one okay split oh wow get out happy death day which i heard yeah, was good. yeah i never saw that people one. liked it insidious the last key truth or dare the first purge the mm-hmm. new halloween oh wow yeah so they've they've definitely found their niche with these like very well done, attractive horror movies. Yeah, that they're not. They're not. And they're not just like slashers, scary they're... to the point where you're like horrified. Yeah, but no, they're... they're like smart, yeah. smart thrillers. Glass, Maw, Black wow. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing really well, and this is just another. This is another step of growth for them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I got another question here for you, Anthony. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on the backlash that the director is currently taking for his trailer? People thought they watched the whole movie. He came out and said. No, no, that's about like 30%. But now, mixed things. I'm trying to stay away because I don't actually want to know if it's a true spoiler, but right. he is taking a lot of backlash. It's kind of seems to be the theme of trailers these days with movies, uh, just showing you too much. Yeah, I mean, and I, what I would say is like, I'd kind of feel for the guy because I, I would imagine that he doesn't have too much say over the trailer. Like once he kind of wraps the movie, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. he's not like super established. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I think the more you direct, the more powerful you get, but... That's that's unfortunate. Like I'm sure he doesn't want to ruin the movie, but sometimes these marketing guys they just want to get you in the theater no matter what. Exactly. Even yeah. if it means kind of whoring out the mm. best scenes. Well, I, that, I think like even like not just horror movies. Like I I had that experience with 1917. Because I felt yeah uh, totally certain sets were revealed to me. You know, you could kind of tell what was going to happen. The big run at the end, exactly. Was in there. And that was yeah, that was I, their big scene. I know should, you, they should have saved it. Yeah, they should have. I know yeah. you're a big advocate for the first half of the movie only. Uh, theory 
What do you mean? They're saying that there should be a law or a rule that you can only cut trailers out of anything in the first half of any movie. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, or even the first third. Like, yeah. It's, it's agonizing, and it may make the movie look a little bit less appealing, but mm-hmm. once that becomes common knowledge, yeah. then, everyone then will then be like, oh, it's like really well-cut trailers, right? Yeah, and yeah. you're going to be genuinely surprised mm-hmm. when you go in. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even like the trend Marvel's doing, where they're just straight up including scenes that aren't even in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I remember It and It Chapter 2 had strong teaser trailers. Yeah. Where you just kind of create this mystery of Pennywise, and that's enough to get someone in the seat, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think Invisible Man, like you just show like that that one kitchen scene. I don't know if you... And that was it. That's all I needed to see. Yeah. This looks looks kind of interesting. Maybe that one... I like the trailers that almost are just like one short scene from the movie. Yeah. Like there's that yeah. moment in the trailer where she's like, he's sitting in that chair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fine. That's the concept of the movie. It's yeah. creepy. Maybe just show like that little scene, like a one minute scene and mm-hmm. then just call it there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. This trailer did show a lot and I'm hoping that's just because they've got so much good stuff. That yeah. This yeah. is just the tip of the iceberg. I hope that as well. I have um, a paint that closing scene as well. Oh, God. So I think... You're going to put me on the spot or you're just going to tell me yours? I'll tell you mine. Okay, thank God. <laughs> if you think you can top it, then go for it. All right, no, but, go, go for it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is going to be nail on the head. <laughs> um, so we have the big finale where he gets like impaled or something. Yeah, of course. Um, he just flickers, flickers yeah, into sight. You see him, yeah. <laughs> he gets electrocuted. <laughs> and then it's all happy and happy and jolly. She still ends up like she's not fully able to prove what happened. Mm-hmm. So she still goes to like a mental institution okay, or something yeah. and cuts to like a year later and yeah. she's been released and she's doing well. It gets like a little apartment mm-hmm. and then she goes on a date with like this new guy Okay, and they're sitting in like an Italian restaurant yeah. late at night and there's just like one table in the corner that's unoccupied. Oh, and really? She's just kind of, it kind of catches her attention that there's this like one. Yeah, she's like looking chair, past her date and, just and he's just kind of talking. And then all of a sudden a big slice of spaghetti scoops up. <laughs> Oh my god! No, obviously that last part won't happen. But no, I, yeah. I think the table part—that's that, very, that's very, very subtle. I like that because it's like she's probably just thinking it's probably yeah, just an yeah. empty table. But that would happen for the rest of your life, right? Mm-hmm, You'd be like mm-hmm. if you experience something like this. Yeah. See, that would be a, that's a much better ending than maybe I thinking I was thinking you were going in the direction where she gets home and the door closes. She turns invisible. No, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> The door closes automatically behind her or something. Oh, no. And that's like that you kind of know he's still out there, but I like your idea where it's yeah, just like... It could just be her head. It shows like, like the ramifications of like he, he kind of won in the end as well. Yeah, because she'll just always be mm-hmm. traumatized and on her toes. Yeah, yeah. Something I'm really looking forward to from this movie is like very subtle reveals that this invisible man is in her presence and she doesn't know, but only the audience that, you know, yeah, you're paying close attention. Third, exactly. And you can kind of see the subtle things he's doing and just like, yeah. just creepy and stuff. Yeah. Like making her day a little bit harder. Just, just a tiny like bit though. Like un- untying her shoelace when moving she's sitting the keys down. So yeah, she can't exactly. find them in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm excited for that. I yeah, think yeah. As long as they get the build, right. It's a long movie as well. It's two hours, two minutes. Yeah. I wonder if like they'll establish her character as like a little forgetful in the beginning. Like, mm. oh, you're always losing your keys. Yeah, so it's like, even someone's harder. Someone's hiding them from me. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I'm kind of looking forward to seeing in this movie is, or not seeing, it's like a useful kind of, it's an original take because usually like when you're structuring a horror movie like this and you've got like your antagonist, it's a demon or it's a monster mm-hmm. or a murderer and you're using the the frame and the composition to like reveal them in interesting ways yep. uh, or hide them or... Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like you give that big reveal, mm-hmm. 
because of this movie's concept where like that's usually what you're scared of anyway in a horror movie it's not seeing the thing yeah, you're like, the oh, i know it's right? there yeah. but this kind of can go that extra step because even when this monster does reveal itself you mm-hmm. still can't see it mm-hmm. so it gives you some interesting opportunities to play with the frame and the camera work yeah yeah so they got like a close-up on her and then it slowly like puts her into like the far right third yeah but you're just there's nothing else in there but exactly you kind of know that he's there so it's it's a challenge because other movies have the advantage of okay well when we need to scare people we've got this ace in the hole this yeah. demon face or whatever it is yeah, but yeah. they really don't have anything no yeah so you have to get the scare and then but you're not also not relieving the tension mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see how they play with that yeah yeah that's, that's a really good point you think you think there'll be a classic like blanket over the head moment where he's just kind of standing there with a blanket or no? Uh, it almost sounds a little too campy. I right. think this movie's going like really serious, really gritty. Yeah. I think that's the kind of theme they're going for. So I don't then, know if he's going to be like a, like a ghost, take the sheet off the ghost and there's nothing there. Right. Or something. She starts strangling her. Yeah. Because if they were doing the Tom Cruise, like dark universe version, I'm sure this movie would have been like, I have an illness. I need help. And then he yeah, slowly exactly. turns invisible and, Maybe about halfway, you'd see the iconic, like the hat and the glasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think we'll still get some homage to that look? I wonder if we'll get glasses. I think At we the, might get some floating glasses or something. I hope the end isn't like him in a subway station. And you just see like the top hat and the just bobbing up and down. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it could happen. That could happen for sure. What would you do if you get a Tom Cruise Van Helsing? Look out below out of nowhere, and he just jumps in and starts fighting the Invisible Man. <sighs> Like, I think when you say it like that, I would love it. But man, that would not be good. That would not. <laughs> you got a lot to learn, sister. <laughs> My God. <laughs> no, there's no connection. I'm, okay. I'm so sure on that. And post credit scene? Maybe just like a shot of her kitchen with a very slight, like a butter knife slightly moves <laughs> or something like that. Okay. I think that might be the end. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with no post credit scene. Yeah, I wonder, like, do you think we'll get like a definitive death for this invisible man i think every every legacy horror icon always has to have that hint of living on in yeah. some way okay yeah. yeah i think that they would like to make this a franchise if they can oh well, yeah i wonder if this movie is really going to challenge the viewer and like maybe you and i on the drive home going to start arguing like whether or not he was present in certain scenes mm. i think that would be really good and like it seems like this movie's going hard on the fact that she has like mental health like existing mental health existing issues regardless issues, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. why it's harder to believe her so mm-hmm. Hopefully they handle that well because you always want to depict mental health in like a strong way without yep. it just being a tool. If that makes yeah, sense, yeah, exactly. So if they can, so if they can really break into her like character and give her some really strong development, mm-hmm. um, then I think it could be a really good thing. All right. Well, there you have it, yeah. um, Lee Wennell. The stage is set for you. Yeah, you impress got to, us. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm excited. Predicted rating. Oh, for me. Uh, I could see myself giving it a seven, seven point five. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself out there and go with an eight. Okay. I really hope I like it. Alright, we won't see you in three, two, one. I know he's here. Oh. We said we weren't going to do a, a, a sketch. Off mic. Hey, let's do a standard return. <laughs> and we're back. I said he's here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me. Okay, guys, we're back. Uh, we just saw The Invisible Man starring Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. Um, out of tens. All right, ready? Three, two, one, six point five. Wow. <laughs> for the first time. There we go. Yeah. 
It was fine. It was okay, yeah. I'm not sure what all the hullabaloo was about. No, that's, I don't think it's a 90 on RT. 88 audience as well. I was looking on the way wow. back. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, having uh. said that, I enjoyed the movie, and mm-hmm. I like, it didn't feel like a two-hour, two-minute movie. Movie. It kind of... Uh, I don't know. I, I, with me, horror movies always feel a bit longer. Yeah. Because I got to hold... I gotta plug my yeah, ears. You were and pretty scared eyes. most of the time. Yeah, I was, and I kind of enjoyed that because it kind of elevated my yeah, anxiety a little bit. But yeah, what are your sort of initial thoughts walking out? Um, the first half, I was very, very scared. I think I even whispered to you. I was like, "Dude, I'm so I'm yeah. just like terrified right now." And then by the end of the movie, like, I'm not scared at all. Yeah, these these horror movies can sometimes be a victim of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it too. Not yet. No. Yeah, well, like, it's kind of almost like the second act of one long movie. Mm-hmm. And by about, like, a quarter way through the second one, you're just not scared anymore because mm-hmm. you know what this clown looks like. You know all its tricks. Yeah, exactly. And then as soon as they go, to, it goes to, like, mega Pennywise, and it's mm-hmm. got big tarantula arms. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is just, like, a Marvel movie now. Like, and that's I'm, exactly how I felt with this. Yeah. So spoilers ahead. Yeah, of course. Heavy um, spoilers. Heavy spoilers. So, yeah, what I have here, like, the first half, the subtleness was very good, very, yeah. very scary. Um, there were certain scenes. Actually, maybe I'll tell you what I enjoyed first. And sure. What so there's very there were certain scenes that were very scary, like um, when he hits the little girl. Oh, yeah. And, like, that was just a whole other element that I didn't even think that he was capable of con- having or actions that have consequences like that, and they're all blaming Elizabeth Moss, and I'm like, holy shit, yeah. like, that is scary. The stress of her like absorbing all this blame for actions that she didn't do, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was really good. Like she goes for the job interview, and he's just like stolen all of her stuff. And yeah, you think she would maybe check right before she went in? Oh, I'd be checking in the car as yeah. well. <laughs> so there were some really good moments, like in her performance right from the get go was really very good. good. Yeah, she played like the disheveled crazy very well. Yeah, and the movie opens with them in bed at night. Mm-hmm. So that was a, that was a good scene. Yeah, we were off with with our prediction there. Like mm-hmm. the whole theme of their relationship, I think we were spot on. But like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, she's escaping his house and she's got this big plan that she's laid out. And yeah. I'm like, okay, like I'm I'm with this story. Yeah, no bullshit. Like they sh- they, I guess they got her away from him immediately. Yeah. I thought that was going to be drawn out a bit, but I'm glad that they went that direction. Yeah, and then as you kind of said, as we sort of went into the second half of her. Basically, the the turning point of the movie is when he murders her sister, mm-hmm. and, which which was a shocking scene, incredible scene. Yeah, and I did not theater. see that coming. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was maybe gonna like give them like rip the table off, rip the the cloth off the table, and run away or something. Mm. It's probably what I would have done. <laughs> no, I hate you. Cursed you, Anthony. Yeah, <laughs> but he just slit her throat. Yeah, and it's like, I was kind of zoning out at that point, too. She starts, yeah. like, going into this monologue. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden I, like, I feel like I just noticed the knife floating, like, at the very end. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. And then, I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and you would be that fear. Yeah, he puts the, the knife reaction, in her hand, yeah. and it's like, not only is she, like, grieving immediately, mm-hmm. but it's also the realization of, like, there's no way I can prove that there's this no isn't way. me. Yeah, exactly. No one, the more you try to explain yourself, the more crazy you sound. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And like you said, like once you kind of use that over and over again, it does start to wear a little bit thin. Mm-hmm. And I think the movie started to run out of steam a little bit in the second yeah. half. As soon as they switch from subtlety to like, okay, this is the villain. This is what we have to do. And it, it turned into, like you said, turned into like an action flick for me. Yeah. And then by the end, I've got some pretty big complaints that I want to get into in just a little bit, but mm-hmm. I figured we can go through the predictions first and see okay, if yeah. there's anything that we got. For so, sure. What I had was some suspicious animals. 
You, that, you had that? I don't know if I ever mentioned I, that. I don't, I don't think that. you said that. <laughs> That's so upsetting. Uh, some good old security guard comedy. Um, yeah, yeah. Got a little bit more like explaining the situation comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I won't give myself any marks for that. I'll give you a point for, I think you said paint. Yeah, there will be a scene where uses paint to get sight of her predator. And that was like, that was good. Yeah, that, that was, was the, that was that the was, first time you ever see the outline. Yeah. And that's when it confirms, and I, that was scary. Yeah, it was, because it's just like, oh my god. He's there. He's in the attic the <laughs> yeah, whole time. Yeah. And it was the first time, like, yeah, I'm like, she has a shot at proving this. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that was a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the Invisible Man is not her boyfriend. Yeah, half dang. Half marks. Half dang, yeah. So obviously, there's this character in the movie who's the Invisible Man's brother, and he kind of mm-hmm. comes across as this victimized, kind of bumbling, yeah. idiot, lawyer character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I never really got that right from the get-go. Like, I didn't really buy that. Like, when they were meeting to go over his will, I'm like, I don't think you'd be meeting the brother in this circumstance. And it felt mm-hmm. very, like, strange. But to be fair, I didn't I didn't see that coming. So when they finally defeat the Invisible Man and she pulls off the mask. When she pulled off the, the mask, were you expecting to see the brother? No, or? I don't know. I was expecting to see the main guy. Yeah. And when it didn't, I was like, whoa. And I got, like, the shivers for a bit. Mm-hmm. But then they couldn't commit to it. And in my opinion, it would have been stronger if they'd actually found a really clever reason for him to actually, like maybe he had an obsession with her the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But you assume it was just maybe him, maybe a couple times throughout their plan. Yeah, the brother was like, hey, why don't you... Why don't you let me wear the suit or something like that? <laughs> yeah. When are you going to let me wear the suit? <laughs> You're not ready for the suit. You'll mess it up. <laughs> the scene where the Invisible Man becomes a bit overpowered. I think that was pretty on the money. Yeah. You realize this guy was Jason Bourne <laughs> as well as being the Invisible Man. He kills like six cops. <laughs> they come running in two by two. <laughs> <laughs> One punch, they're just unconscious. Yeah, like, oh my god. That was really dumb. Wasn't uh, a big fan of that. But I, I said, uh, he's not actually invisible, it's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be too hard. I to actually, I'm, I'm reading my predictions right now, I don't, I don't think I got any. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked some invisible tools. Like, maybe he's got, like, an invisible knife. Or oh, like, my God. If he had that, I would I would have left the so theater. <laughs> but, like, it just didn't make... I was just thinking, invisible like... invisible brass knuckles, at like, least. I thought when the scene where she called his phone... Oh, yeah. And it's, like, buzzing, I thought, like... An invisible phone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, please don't be an invisible phone. <laughs> oh, it's a Samsung. Not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Not allowed. Apple's not allowed. <laughs> yeah, so going into the... I got some notes that i jotted down on the way back here mm-hmm. um like we kind of touched on i had some really good shocking moments when he punched the girl yeah that and, was cool yeah because it's just hard to like it's so awful to see and mm-hmm. then when he murders the do- the sister that was surprising mm-hmm. um did a good job of maintaining some suspense throughout the first half but then i really found that there were just too many moments where she knows he's there like when he's started being a bit more on the nose that he's there and she's not, she's not doubting it anymore. Yeah. So he'll move something or she'll see like the footsteps on the bed sheets. Mm-hmm. And then it just cuts to like the next day afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I think the movie would have not to, I don't know if this would have been better ultimately, but mm-hmm. that to me just really took me out. And I'm like, there's no way you could ever go back to sleep or like just mm-hmm. accept it. Seeing those bed sheets. So I think the movie would have been better off taking place like over one night or in real time because then you can keep reacting to these situations and you can escalate it. But when you 
like all of a sudden she's down to like have the, a girls' night. Like, she's down to have a girls' night with the daughters. Like you know, there's there's an invisible man in the house. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like the like the first part where it's like just not how she goes through the job interviews. Like those little subtle things. I'm glad that they stretched that over yeah. a couple days because it was but cool maybe, to see those scenes. Yeah, maybe after the footsteps. That begins your night of terror. 45 yeah. minutes. Here we go. Okay, fair enough. They went too far with him revealing that he's really there and then her just like getting on with her life. Yeah, there, yeah, that's true. Like, what about like... It just wasn't believable. How are you, gonna sl- how are you ever going to sleep? No, it just wasn't believable. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it kind of irked me from the rest of the movie. And mm-hmm. some horror movies struggle with that. Like, they see a demon and then they, then they cut to the next morning. Yeah. But like, I don't know why I keep using demon as an example. Yeah, you love demons, <laughs> right? Yeah. You- uh, so that that was a bit tough mm-hmm. for me, and, and to be fair, like these are sh- these are really difficult problems to overcome. Like when you're coming up with a script, yeah. So I mean, I cut him a bit of slack. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't care for like the kind of character arc that Cecilia goes on. Felt like it was really spurned on by like she and her moment of absolute weakness. She confided in her sister. Mm-hmm. So even though he'd sent that email to her from her, yeah. she's like, you're like, you're my sister. You have no reason to believe me, mm-hmm. but I have to tell you this. And she's like, okay, I, I believe you. Yeah. So she was the only one that like believed her. Then she gets murdered. Mm-hmm. And then that should have been like the event that really spurred her on to like take this guy down. But mm-hmm. She didn't really feel like she was that no, concerned. It, the event it. wasn't happening until she found out she was pregnant yeah once she found out she was and obviously that would be a huge part as well but she mm-hmm. never said like this is for my sister or like, yeah yeah she almost and then her character takes this weird dark spin right at the end and you sort of realize that the invisible man has faked himself being kidnapped by his brother yeah which has just leaves so many plot holes behind then she kills she takes the suit that she hid becomes mm-hmm. invisible mm-hmm. Makes it look like he killed himself. Yeah. Edges out of the security camera. Yeah. Now knowing that the FBI or whoever knows about the presence of this invisible suit, you really think she can get away with that? Yeah, true. Put a little shopping bag and walk out. Well, I think the, okay. the her cop friend was gonna just yeah clean but, up the mess there. But like all of a sudden, even when he found out, you never got that satisfying moment of like you you were right and I was wrong. Yeah. He was just like, look, this isn't how this works. Like you gotta mm-hmm. say it's the brother. It's like this guy almost beat you to death and tried to murder your yeah. daughter. Yeah. I like, wish they like matched the uh, surprise voice line. You know, I wish mm. I wish when she was getting taken to the metal hospital, they had like a recording or something. Yeah, they just didn't really do it. Like, and then. My final point was she's walking out and he's like, you were never planning to get him to confess, hey? And she's like, no. And then she has this kind of like evil smile. Yeah, yeah. Sequel, sequel alert. Yeah, and to me, that's where I was like, ah, this movie lost its integrity. Well, Anthony, I'll see you at The Invisible Woman 2023. Yeah. So I guess she's now The Invisible Woman. And that just, that ruins her whole character and her whole arc because mm-hmm. you're really behind this woman. Yeah, it's like a, it's a modern take on The Invisible Man and, and it borrows elements of like domestic abuse, gaslighting yeah. and all that. And they do a great, that's like a great- That was all great. Motive for the villain. Cause you know, this is the villain. These are his characteristics, but then we kind of lose it with her smirking at the end. Yeah, so like she <laughs> yeah. almost, not as bad as him, but she's like embracing this like secrecy and like mm-hmm, she's got yeah. the suit, so. Yeah, exactly. To me, that's just where it all became a bit silly. And I was yeah. like, uh, I think I would have preferred well, That's more. where it became silly for you, eh? <laughs> wow. I can Giving s- this movie more credit than it deserves. No, but that's the thing, because it, it gave itself a lot of credit at the start. Because yeah. it had this really indie kind of drama vibe. It yeah, was really for well sure. shot. For sure. And I'm like, let's get him. Like, I can suspend all the technology and beliefs yep. and stuff. Yep. But you got to make the character decisions at least grounded. Mm-hmm. And when those started getting a bit superhero-y, that's when I was like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I agree with you. And 
from my perspective. Universal, you can't make this a superhero. Dude, monster I, I have this universe. written out right here. As soon as we get to the mental hospital, sharp decline. It felt like Universal just dug their fingers yeah, in. Yeah, the producers. Like, oh, we got some notes. Yeah, on the first they're draft like, here. you're gonna have six cops come two by two by two, and he's gonna kill them all in really, really cool ways. Yeah. It's just like that's, that's not, not what, what this not was. what this movie was. Yeah. I don't need to see this guy kill these cops in like different ways, and it was like very well shot, yeah, very cool. It all looked good. But that's exactly as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, I'm gonna sleep well tonight. Like, I, I have no lingering fears of a, of an invisible man lurking in my yeah. place right now. So it, it kind of sold out. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think if he just had killed one cop in a really realistic way, Mm -hmm. that would have been really powerful. Yeah. But then he's so... The Invisible Man just leaves so many traces behind. Yeah, that that was another thing that bothered me. Like, he didn't... He didn't kill... He didn't kill. He killed a couple, but he, like, left a few alive. He, like, looked at one guy and, like, walked away. He vindicated, like, her. Exactly. Like, that guy's going to be, hey, I saw this guy in this weird suit and he disappeared. And they're like, oh, shit. They'll be like, yeah, like she's right. Exactly. And now he's lost her power, mm-hmm. his power over her, because mm-hmm. he liked making her feel isolated. But now everyone yeah. just believes her. And the argument could be said that, like, oh, that was his plan because it was his brother in the suit. But there's no way no. you can orchestrate that. No way. That was like his get out of jail card. Mm-hmm. That wasn't his ultimate plan because mm-hmm. he would love to have just kept terrorizing her. And then he's how long has he been tied up in this basement? Like, oh, I thought that was like a one day thing. I thought. He, so I how thought did he that, frame his death then? So his his brother and him are working together. Yeah, frame the death together. He was rocking the suit. But wouldn't the police be like, "Yo, you died. Like, why were you also faking your death?" They're, they're the police. Him, yeah, yeah exactly. The police are under the impression that the brother did everything. The but the like, ashes. They're just the police aren't gonna investigate those. Just, hey, man. It's dumb. It, it's it, dumb. It, yeah, it, obviously, and that's but, that's, that's why I have here. It's like no real twist. Is it, it almost felt very linear, and maybe this isn't a complaint other people will have, but. I, for me, I was because I was expecting like smoke and mirrors, like a big Blumhouse twist, and mm. I didn't really get that. I kind of left. I was like, oh, yeah, that was it. There's just so many plot holes. Like when she goes back to his house. Oh yeah, I got that written he, down. In his basement, he's just keeping one there. Like and the dog is perfectly healthy. <laughs> yeah, you. Hey, I, I felt you. Yeah, rustle. I was like, oh come on, <laughs> come on. He goes in the basement with the the day they met code, and she even says yeah, it aloud. Yeah, how romantic. Yeah. <laughs> How convenient. No, she, I would have accepted how romantic, but before that, she's like, the day we met. <laughs> there's a, there's a look scene the police, when... Look at the basement. See this invisible suit? I know. <laughs> the scene where she's in the house and she's like hides the suit in the closet, the same place where she like hid her like <laughs> yeah. birth control and stuff. Good hiding spot. Exactly. And then she like runs out of the closet and like pushes him. So he knows she was in there. Yeah. Like, obviously, you're going to tear that apart. You're going to go downstairs and be like, hey, where's my second suit? I know. Where was Elizabeth Moth hiding? he invites her for dinner, like, two weeks later. And he's not the suit is yet. still there. Yeah. I know. It's like, come on. That's <sighs> just, like, that's not acceptable. That is not. And that, I've, I'm getting pretty close to dropping my rating right now. No, because don't, don't forget that first half, how we felt, the, the kitchen fight scene and stuff like that. Yeah, that was cool. It just becomes really hard to relate to the protagonist when you see that little smirky smile at the end. You hated that yeah. smile. I knew you it would. It ruined the movie. I knew you would. It, it absolutely So do you think it. we'll be getting a sequel? Yeah, because I think it's going to, it costs $9 million to make. Like, yeah. I think it made like 23 opening weekend, something like that. So it's just. I just don't see Tom Cruise being in this movie. No, I but think I, they'll. But I could see a, a Blumhouse starting with this one because they inked what a 10 well, year 10 the, movie deal with Universal. I believe they actually just said that the director wants to do a Dracula movie. So we're going like, to have Would Mor- you see like a modern? We're going to have Morbius and <laughs> Dracula. It's just like Okay, you imagine if Morbius tied into this? <laughs> Sony, you can't have something in everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. So overall like 
great performance from mm-hmm. Elizabeth Moss. Actually, like, I have a little question here for you. Yeah. Uh, some of the invisible fighting looked a little off. Do you think <laughs> it was a green suit or do you think they're just acting? Ooh, I think it was probably a mix of both. Yeah. Different techniques for different moments. I um, think it was just acting. Yeah. I think they were getting pulled around on like pulleys. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah. pre- pretend someone's fighting you. Cause it's just like, it bothered me that like the massive cop couldn't like yeah, he was huge <laughs> yeah and he just got his ass beat and just flailing his little arms around yeah like surely something would connect like, kick out yeah well, that was another one of my points like i knew he was the invisible man i didn't know he was also silent man yeah i know just i thought they were gonna around. address that i thought he maybe had some like pads you know, in his feet or technology something. Yeah. maybe he did maybe yeah. maybe he did <laughs> it also just kind of bothered me that like the suits made of cameras and like she's like he's one of the brightest minds in optics and like they don't take even the chance that he could have some kind of cloaking technology yeah. seriously and how is he just because you have this company doesn't mean you can just use the funds and develop this technology with no one knowing or having any kind of paper trail you're not mysterio yeah but i think that's kind of set up that's who they set him up to be kind of like a norman osborne osborne oscorp yeah. kind of deal it just couldn't decide if it wanted to be like the Mummy universe or like a Blumhouse indie mm-hmm. horror movie. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like the, the, the first the off. first half was Blumhouse, the second half was Universal Studios. Yeah. Hey, let's let's get an Invisible Man uh, theme park ride, like a haunted house type thing. Yeah, because like like you said, the first time when they have that altercation in the kitchen, it's like that was Blumhouse. That was, was good. Yeah, it was really suspenseful. You don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. You just have such the lower hand. Like, I'm just racking in my brain, like, man, how can ways that, that she can find this guy? She picks up the coffee beans. There yeah. was a moment where, like, a sheet was, like, attached to her head. I was like, oh, throw that. Throw that. Yeah, like, exactly. And, like, that was when I was invested. But as soon as he starts, like, performing superhuman feats. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to switch gears here. I got to switch gears. Yeah, exactly. And I think they would have been better off just keeping it grounded mm-hmm. the one night. For sure. Or maybe one night oh, okay. into the into the next morning when she's driving away, you know. The the score was really good. I really liked uh yeah. kinda like a Godzilla esque. You never made his dog invisible either. That would have been kind Oh of my cool. god. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the camera work at least? I thought yeah. that was it was good framing. Really nice as you work. predicted. Yeah, and really good. really nice lighting as well. Great cinematography throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing, it was like a horror movie where it didn't matter if you had light or not, you're gonna be scared regardless. Yeah. And I like some of the the internal monologues, like when she's just talking to him. And she's mm. like, "Why did you pick me?" Like that, that was, stuff yeah, was really that was good. good. But that was all that that uh, house scene. As soon as the daughter leaves, and we go into the attic, we're with the coffee grounds. Yeah. We got the paint. You like, like the coffee was, grounds? Yeah. I really like the coffee grounds. I was like, I thought sand. Yeah. And then they did coffee grounds. I was like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, that whole scene was great, and that's when I leaned over to you and I was like, dude, I'm really scared right yeah. now. Yeah. If someone was like, oh, I'm going to see it tonight, I'd be like, okay, like, have fun. But if they're like, oh, like, I'm going to see a movie, or I'm thinking of going, should I go see that? I'd be like, mm, you can just wait. Yeah, I, don't, I think horror fans might like it. And I think uh, I think Elizabeth Moss actually has a pretty big following. Yeah, she does. And, and she's got quite the filmography, hey? Like, I was reading through yeah. her, some of the work she's done. It's quite commendable. And she was she delivered, like, a grade A performance. Yeah. I thought she was really good. Overall, like I say, it's a, it's a fun, imaginative movie. Yep. It's got some genuine scares. It's not For just sure. like boring um, sure. in terms of the scare level. But yeah, that last half really starts to digress. But overall, definitely worth watching. Yeah. And I think I'm going to sit pretty at a 6.5 here. Yeah. I'll keep it with my 6.5. I think they could have just maybe done a couple more drafts of the script, tightened up some of those plot holes, mm-hmm. like make the suit location hidden, make her hiding place a bit more clever. Yeah. I wonder if that is Universal kind of gave them, they're like, hey, we want you to set up for an ending. This is how we want it to end. He had his ending, and he's like, ah, oh, okay, I gotta, 
Yeah, it'd be interesting to know how much like studio tampering there was yeah. with the script. And, but we'll never know that. Yeah, and I don't know if Elizabeth Moss is like, I can't imagine like someone who's clearly as good as she is being that interested in doing a follow-up. Yeah, she's true. Invisible woman. Maybe she's like helping other women who've suffered from abusive relationships. Like, yeah, but then we just go down like a superhero road. Right? Yeah, it's just vigilante. Like, vigilante. It's all oh, points yeah. to vigilante. Like they're they're probably thinking like, oh yeah, we could do like a nice sequel, a nice gritty vigilante movie. It's like that's been done so many times. Yeah, we had that one with. Uh, we need you to find this Dracula character, oh, the Count. They call him the Count. <laughs> We brought in some help. It's like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein. Oh. You want me to work with him? How does oh. <laughs> Who plays Frankenstein in the gritty Blumhouse universe? Oh, man. Let me think. I'm thinking like Michael, Michael Fassbender. I'm thinking like And I'm telling you, monsters are okay too. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Who are you going to say? Michael Fassbender. Maybe John Barenthal. Ooh. Yeah. That actually be pretty good. Yeah, take that. Now let me, listen. Let me tell you something here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take down this Dracula character. I'm no monster. You're the real monster. <laughs> Why are you doing there? He always, he always touches his head. <laughs> you think if they kind of extend I mean, this universe this, a bit? At this point, I'm just kind of like morbidly curious. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> I kind of want to see where it can go. Morbiously curious? Yeah. All right. On that note. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 10 episode of 10. Before and After the Movies. That was a fun one. That was fun, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah, there's lots of good releases coming up, so I'm sure yeah. we'll see you pretty soon. We're almost through, we're almost at blockbuster season. Yeah. So we've, we've paid our dues and now I'm ready for some fun. Exactly. So I've been Amon. I'm Anthony. Thanks for listening. <laughs>